Good morning or afternoon or evening, depending on where you are joining us from in the world. If you are new here, welcome. And if you are joining us again from last week, welcome back. This is Make It Make Sense, a quiet rebel podcast where we try to make sense of the things that make no sense to us. (laughs) My name is Tracy J. In business and in life, I am the quiet rebel. My work in the world is creating incremental and organic shifts to the status quo, using conversations as instruments for change. My guest today is Legina Harris. She is an entrepreneur, philanthropist, visual abstract artist, podcaster, MC, and altogether get it done type of woman. She's also the founder of the US Space an intentional, innovative space to create, collaborate, and build a community for women of color and women-centric organizations to thrive. And she is my Sarah, ooh, ooh, and my friend. Yes. Hey, Legina. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are joining us via audio, you cannot see this lovely elephant necklace that Legina is wearing. Oh, wow. uh, I do. So fun. Um, but if you are subscribing on Patreon, then you get to see this live and in living color and or semi live because it's recorded, but you know what I mean. Um, but you get to see the pretty necklace and um, and you get to see me blow bubbles because that's what happens from time to time. I find the need to blow bubbles because when we start talking about the stuff that does not make sense to us, Mm. I need to get those crazy feelings up out of my body. So I blow bubbles to interrupt that flow of negative energy that can sometimes make me feel stagnant. Okay. You're doing bubbles. And when you blow them, I'm going to act like I'm popping them. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. All right. We're going to blow the bubbles. We're going to pop the bubbles. We got it. We got a system. Yes. So um, it has become our habit here to, um, well, you know, we could try to solve all the problems of the world, but I'm not going to try to solve all the problems of the world today in this moment. We just want to try to solve one. Hmm. So, Legina, would you please tell our listeners and our viewers what's not making sense to you today? Ooh, Tracy J. What doesn't make sense to me? There's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense to me, but particularly um, as you were talking about, you know, me being an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. um, what doesn't make sense to me quite often is when you're moving through this world of entrepreneurialism and you're talking about funding and you're like, oh, funding is a thing. Like we're not talking dollars or tens or thousands hundred thousands and millions of dollars um and everybody's always like make your dollars make sense to get funding that's in your head all the time to get the vc funding to get people to want to give you money your dollars need to make sense whether that's the return on investment or it's um that heart song needs to make sense money-wise too um and so i'm like yeah cool 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 so as the woman entrepreneur, as a person of color, me building out the us space and everything else, I'm like, okay, wait, 
doing all these statistics to help it make sense for the average person that wants to give me VC funding, which is a white um, cisgender male, right? And I'm like, wait. I'm looking at all these stats that say that women of color, black women actually bootstrap a lot of their businesses and are more successful at higher rates astronomically than the people that are typically getting the millions of dollars of funding. And so that's what doesn't make sense to me. Why are you going to tell me to make it make sense to the people that are going to give me the sense and they don't give me the sense because it doesn't make sense. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And for those of y'all on Patreon, y'all got to see what I did, but it was all (laughs) facial gestures. I'm, I'm a black girl rocking black girl hair. And uh, so, yeah, that's what doesn't make sense to me. Um, I'm not sure we're going to be able to solve the problem, but I think the more that we talk about it, the more it's a realization um, because, you know, we could get on the soapbox about celebrating people's skin tones and their different cultures and everything else. But if you really talk about like the dollar, the almighty almighty dollar, yeah, if we're talking about that, then the almighty dollar that you give me, I flip that dollar into a million. I don't take the million and go back to zero. So make it make sense, Tracy J. Woo, honey, like <laughs> bubbles, bubbles, please. Oh, they didn't blow. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no. Okay. There we go. Bubbles. <laughs> She's trying to catch them. Clap. Okay. Okay. Thunderclap. Um, see? we clown it already it's it's too much this <laughs> listen okay so first of all let me just say that as a like solopreneur myself as a like serial entrepreneur who has tried a quadrillion things um none of the whole like vc language has ever made sense to me mm-hmm. right now that's not to say i don't understand it that's a difference, right? Mm. Like, like I do understand it in theory, but it really doesn't make sense to me um, for much of many of the reasons that you just described, right? Like most of the work that I do is heart centered, right? Um, I wanna solve human problems, right? So it's not a tangible product, it's not, um, even though I've created a tangible product in the past, right? But this, this is what I'm doing currently. It's not a tangible product. It is a heart-centered thing where I'm trying to like help humans be better humans, right? And I know that the world needs that. You know that the world needs that. Even people who say that they want to like invest in businesses that change the world know that the world needs that and yet i'm not able to package what i offer into a way that translates into vc speak Mm. Mm. right okay so (laughs) i i gotta gotta stop you there because there's a couple things that i'm starting to navigate and i'm really understanding how it works and the selfless work is hard. And I think that 
people like us, me, you, several people I know, my family, you do the work and you realize um, in the nonprofit world most of the time or volunteering, you, you don't make the riches and the gold, right? Your heart, your heart is good and you got all, you got all the clout to get to the Lord, right? <laughs> you buy it. And um, so there's that, but what, what's really starting to come out of that is that you can be a good person and make money. Mm-hmm. And it's really about turning this corner and having these paradigm shifts that are so important. And what I'm starting to see is social impact investments coming through. Uh, VCs that want to do social impact work. And, and the big thing that I'm starting to learn how to translate and make people understand is, okay, the us space, right? It's intentional innovation space for women of color, teams, women-centric organizations that thrive. Got it. Cool. What does that mean for money? Um, well, one, social impact has a slower return on investment, but it's because you have to like, it's like bamboo, you know, you plant bamboo yes. and it takes three years to grow, but once it grows, that shit ain't going nowhere. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's social impact. Um, because I tell people, I'm like, you invest in the us space, we're fostering and making a lightning bolt for teams of women women of color, which we have found are the successful people in business. And you were literally providing space for them to be and grow and thrive in their businesses to scale and make money. And what happens is then they go out and do stuff and then they bring people back to the us space and the us space gets more money and they expand and you get a return on investment. So it's a little longer of a process, but you get your heart song, you put your money in, and you get money out if that's where you're going with it, which is important because um, I know we've had a conversation before about just not only being good people and social impact, but also wanting to be good employers and good contract employers to people, pay them when you can, barter when you can't, amp them up when you can, all these things. Um, And so I think that's, I think that's where I'm really starting to turn the conversation because I think a lot of times with the words woman of color, minority, serving something, blah, 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 there, there's all these ne- negative con- connotations around everything. And what I've been really leaning to do is just to change that narrative and like write my own story about the book. Yes, I'm a social impact brand. Um, yes, I'm black. Okay, da, da, da. Okay, great. Yes, I'm a millennial. Okay, great. Um, but let me tell you the story that lays out in front of you because of who I am. Oh, that's good. Mm. That's good. <laughs> Woo we okay. So you are creating space for women of color mm-hmm. to um, to create their businesses, to build community, to innovate, to um, I don't know, fill in the blanks for me, to do what else? Yeah, yeah. So we use our five pillars. So programming, because we believe that like, instead of creating all this programming and people talking to each other, our members are expertise in something like they didn't start businesses just because they want to stare at like a white wall, right? So, and a lot of us are solo entrepreneurs and everything else. So if I can take the space and the resources that we have and back somebody that's already doing something. The Melanin Minds Mental Health Conference, a conference addressing suicide awareness, somebody that wants to um, 
do something on social media marketing. And we can amplify that through programming and membership power programming, we do that. And then we have professionalism. We're all professionals. Whether you come in your t-shirt and jeans and a scully cap or you're dressed to the nines with your reds on, right? Like we're all professionals. And then productivity, accountability, um, sometimes just the energy of people being around you is enough to make you productive. We don't have to be in each other's space all the time. But looking across and seeing somebody that looks like me, <laughs> it just, it, it does something. Because I'm like, oh, she working. Let me, let me take my little ADHD butt to work. And I'm like, right? head down and I get to work, right? And so you have that, you have prosperity. If we can be seen and found, we can be heard, we can be understood, we can prosper more. If that leads to customer acquisitions, that leads to bartering between each other and our little, um, I'm the marketer, I'm the promoter, I'm the everything um, to, hey, Tracy, I'll do your graphics if you can, you know, do that Facebook post for me. So like that bartering system that comes with like prosperity is super important. And then of course, partnerships, because as we're talking about like VC funding and all of those different types of things. I think that the key, I know that the key to a lot of things, especially to social impact, is the partnerships. There are people that have pools of money just sitting there that need something to do with them. And it's usually, especially right now, based off of three things. The generation that's primarily um, running the workforce right now, and these are all facts, so millennials. Um, and interestingly enough, a lot of the baby boomers that have retired are coming back in to the workforce is entrepreneurs. So that's something to look at. And our target market is millennials, but not because of them just being millennials, but a millennials attract other generations because we're the, we're the nucleus right now. Um, and, and so there's, there's that aspect of it is the millennialism and there's other pools of money sitting for people of color, at-risk communities, minorities, all of those words. Um, and so, yes, it's cool. What partnership do you have for me? Like some of this doesn't have to be, some of this doesn't have to be VC funding. Um, it doesn't have to be loans. It doesn't have to be something where you give up high amounts of equity. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, those are our five pillars. The power of our P's. Power of the peas. Power okay. of the peas. So in the spirit of making it make sense, mm. if you could um, give some advice mm. to mm -hmm. VC funders out there who, um, who may sometimes bypass these um, heart-centered, hard-working, smaller brands with potential um in exchange for something that is shiny like tech mm -hmm. what might you say to them mm. better grab my piece of charcoal real quick because um shiny looks different in so many ways and if you put some pressure on me i'm a diamond baby oh that was really good but it's true yes. it's yes. so true it's so true because um Shiny things break quickly if they're not rooted in solid things. I always tell people, I'm like, you know, that root, you got to start at the root. Sometimes it's a little slower. It's super annoying to do it the right way, especially when you know you could just like 
plop something somewhere and it work long enough. Um, but the root and people always are like, you know, people invest in people. Mm-hmm. This is true. And what you naturally do is invest in the most comfortable person that you see, which looks like you. Um, and is the VC pool of people starts expanding. I encourage people that are thinking about being VCs to do it, women to do it, people of color to do it. It's, it's, I, it's hard. Everything's hard, right? But if you have drive, there, there's avenues to get there. I mean, U of H has a whole program on being, becoming a VC. Um, and HCC is doing beautiful things here with entrepreneurial. Oh, and VC stands for venture capitalist in case. Yes. People yes. out there listening and don't, yes. don't understand. Yes, for venture capitalists. Um, I'm sorry, because I'm really good on my podcast about being like, what does that mean? So I should do better. I, 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 <laughs> um, so I would, I would tell VCs um, and people that are aspiring to be VCs to, it's not even taking a chance. Like, let your dollar really make sense and invest in the people that, statistics are actually saying are um, growing and scaling their businesses. Um, Another thing that VCs need to understand is because there's not multi-generations of entrepreneurs and a lot of families of color um, and small business ownership is different than entrepreneurships that scale. So there may be um, a mom and pop shop that has ran a tortilla shop for three generations, but it's a small family business. Mm-hmm. But then, oh girl, that's a Gen Z is like, I'm about to manufacture our tortillas. I'm going to sell them, da, 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 da. So guidance around how to scale is important. Mm-hmm. And when you give us that guidance, we take it us to us, we take it and we grow and we're going to scale and we're going to make money. So, um, Start investing in some people that don't look like you and see what happens because you're already losing money investing in people that look like you. So what do you have to lose? Come on, sis. I don't know why. I'm, girl, you make me feel, you make me sound smart because this is some good stuff. I'm glad <laughs> you it. <laughs> it is recorded. And speaking of that, we are going to wrap the part of this conversation that is for our podcast listeners. Mm-hmm. But before we say goodbye to them, I want them to know how to find you. And I understand that you have something special happening in October. So please tell them about that. Yeah, absolutely. So October um, is where we're at right now. We're in the middle of our crowdfunding campaign on iFundWomen. I got accepted into the iFundWomen of Color Accelerator for crowdfunding. And so we're doing a $78,000 raise to hire our first um, membership maven, you know, somebody to help with the members and get engagement going, and also to do a build out in a physical space that we're working on securing right now. And so um, I picked 78,000 because a lot of women that start raising money for their businesses usually cap out at about, I think it's 36 or Mm $37,000. So I wanted to almost double up the base of where somebody says I'm supposed to cap out at. Because in the large scale of things, I have about $2 million to raise. And this is an opportunity for friends and family and people that may not know a lot about the us space right now, but understand the mission and the purpose of what we're doing to really get involved. So um, you can find the crowdfunding campaign at um, theusspace.com. We are active on social media at underscore the us space. 
um, on, you know, IG, LinkedIn, you can find us at the a space. And apparently on LinkedIn, when you're looking for things and tagging people for companies, this is a hack that me and my community just found out. You have to type in like the space, us space, and then it starts popping up. It's crazy. But yeah, so that, that's what we're doing. We're doing crowdfunding for 78,000 started October 4th. It ends November 4th. We may do a fun little extension with a crazy fun giveaway, but yeah, that's what's going on because we're making our dollars make sense. (laughs) Yes. Make your dollars make sense. So to our podcast listeners, thank you so much um, for Patreon folks. Hang out with us a little while longer. We're going to keep talking and thank you, Legina, for being here. Thank you so much, Tracy J. I appreciate you. Yay. Thank you for joining us for Make It Make Sense, a quiet rebel podcast where we try to make sense of the things which make no sense to us. This episode was hosted and produced by Tracy J in Houston, Texas, on the indigenous land of the Karankawa people. We hope that something you heard here today will move you, open you, or give you pause. We welcome your questions, comments, and concerns. Until next time, remember to feed the happy and love first always.